Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Paltry Squabbles. It is so nice to have you back here with us today. Uh, my name is Blaine, and... I'm Alex. There this you go. This is Paltry Squabbles. Uh, we, we argue about stuff. It's stupid stuff, usually. Always. Like, stuff that does not fucking matter. But we have opinions. And they're opposing? Sometimes they're aligned, but... Shh, that never happened. <laughs> yeah, we argue about it anyway. Yeah, Alex, I don't have, like, a intro... No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have an intro <laughs> bit either. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, we've been doing good at it these past few times. We, we've had some good intro bits, but no, we're, we were just dry this time. My bones, they're dry. Your bones should be wet. My... I have one. Uh, the skeleton that I have in my backseat. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, everyone. It's not alive anymore. Well, most skeletons aren't. Uh, his his arm fell off. It busted off. Uh, I believe his head busted off too. And well, yeah, his head has been busted off. I was kind of like keeping it perched up there. I don't remember for sure, but I'm. I think that had something to do with me. I think it was everyone. <laughs> everyone involved. But, yeah, I had a bunch of people in my car. I put Harold in the back seat. Or not in the back seat, in the trunk. In the most non-suspicious way possible. Harold is the name of the skeleton. Yeah, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, I put him in the trunk. And then I brought him out a couple days later because I forgot about him in the trunk. Whoops, sorry. And as I was putting him back in his seat and buckling him back in, his arm kind of busted off. And then I used it to wave to wave at people. <laughs> That's good. Do you remember when I sat on his lap and then he sat on my lap? I sure do. It was bony. Oh my god, it hurt so much. But people were driving by and taking pictures. It was funny. Hey, if you were around yep. Chicago and you saw a skeleton sitting on a some dude's lap, that might have been me. <laughs> yeah, I bought that skeleton like three years ago for Halloween and it has never left my car. I believe it's actually switched cars. No, I don't think so. I don't. I think it's been. In, I think it's always been in my lima bean. Okay, I I could be wrong. Yeah, it was always in my lima bean. Do love Harold. Yeah, he's also got a little buddy, Captain Fuckboy. Captain Fuckboy, huh? Yeah, I kind of stole it from you. <laughs> uh, I dress up Harold God, I in about Captain <laughs> Fuckboy. <laughs> it's not the same Captain Fuckboy, I just stole the name. Yeah, I, I don't- I believe he died in my car. <laughs> Rip. But yeah, I dress up Harold in costumes. I have a shark onesie that I bought at the same time. That's for the winter months. And I have some short shorts and a blue t-shirt that says, I heart my daddy. And that's for the all the other times that it's not cold. That's so cute. It, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate that I force Harold to show his appreciation for his daddy. Why don't you ever call me daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that wasn't that funny, but I enjoyed it. So It made us, it made us laugh, Dad. Remember when we called Edgar Wright Papa? That was good. We called Edgar Wright Papa. He hasn't gotten back to us, by the way. I don't know why. We've got a great idea. I, I mean, the episode's yeah. out now. He can listen to it. He can hear, like, he just must not have gotten around to it. Yeah, he's a busy man. As soon as he listens to the episode, he'll be like, oh, yeah, well, well I better give these guys a call. I think it's because uh, I said I, I said we have no budget in the tweet. So that might have, like, uh, no budget. Well, that, no time. He's, he's supposed to provide the budget. He's the director. Right? That's how movies work, right? <laughs> yeah, we have good ideas. We just have to sell it. We have to sell it. Uh, anyone who is listening, if you would like to purchase our script, uh, please, please do. Don't burn it. Just buy it and then take it to Hollywood. I mean, or purchase it and burn it. Maybe do many. Purchase all of them and burn them. $20 a pop. Actually, yeah, that's not that's not a bad gig. What do you say? Shall we get to our first topic? Yeah, I think it's about that time. Um, Alex, you know you know what tissues are? No. Uh, well, 
they're in your body. Okay. Your muscle tissue? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, how do you like them stored? Or, or like, how do you like them to be accessible? Not? <laughs> what? What? Well, uh... This is so, a wild way to go with this. Shut up. Uh, how about with normal tissues? Like, Kleenex brand. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't have Kleenexes. I have... It just says facial tissue. I don't like that it's facial tissue. How is this mechanism used? Well, there's two different kinds that you see with Kleenex boxes. Okay. There's the one kind that has, like, the, like, clear plastic and just a little slit down the middle, and you just pull one singular tissue out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next one comes up and, you know, stays there, right? But there's the other kind that you take off, like, the cardboardy bit. And it's just open-faced on the top and the side. And you can grab, like, multiples, or you can grab a singular one. What the fuck are you talking about that second one? Actually, I literally do not know. I'm trying to ex- explain it in a way that makes sense to the listeners. Are but you talking, I... like, Lysol wipes? No, no. It's a it's another, like, Kleenex box. But you just take off the... Is it cardboard? The box? I mean, is it cardboard? Is it like a thin are. cardboard? Probably, yeah. So, like, yeah, you like take off the thin cardboard and you're left with the box and easy access to the tissue. I'm gonna tweet a fucking picture. So, everyone that's listening is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Just like what you're doing right now. I'm gonna show you, like, oh, that's what you meant. That's a good idea because I was just gonna pretend to understand and let it go and keep on going. I found like DIY projects, but. It's pretty much exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. Here's the DIY type version, but there are tissue boxes that are like that. If you want to see it, just check our Twitter, at Poultry Squabbles. Oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you take off the, like, cardboardy bit, and it it's just left with that. Yeah, so, like, uh... Like a bundle of paper towels when you open it up before you put it in a dispenser. Not everyone's worked a fucking retail job where they had to do that, huh? How tissue box, how the tissues sit inside the box before you take the singular thing out. Right, right, right. Just like laid flat. Oh, yeah, there are plenty of these. I see plenty of these. No, it's got to be the one at a time because it's just, first off, it's more fun. And then, obviously, it doesn't need to be explained, but here's a picture of the one-at-a-time type. You know exactly what. I mean, I thought I did a good job explaining, but your eight brains are like, I don't know what's going on. Dude, like, what do you mean you'd peel the cardboard off and then you, you what, what? Because just... you take the cardboard off. You don't leave the cardboard just, like, fl- flying around there. To be fair, you also peel the cardboard off on the pull-out one. But you still have the clear plastic film, and it's just a singular slit. I mean, yeah, but you peel cardboard off to get to it. So you peel cardboard off for both. How do you not know what's going on in either situation? I just didn't understand. I don't know. Take the car- You were very confusing. Hey, you at home listening, did you get what I was saying? It's just like a stack. What do you mean, no? I knew what I was saying. <laughs> Why didn't you? Uh, that's actually the the base of, like, 80% of our arguments <laughs> on this show. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you like the singular? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Because it's fun. I'm pretty sure you literally just explained it, but I wasn't paying it's attention fun. to you. It's more fun. I'm going to need, at max, like, three tissues. So, like, with the other one, it's going to take longer to get three. I can grab a whole fistful, but I'm gonna, not going to need a whole fistful. Or you can count out three. Yeah, but that's slower than with when you pull them out. They've already because I gotta I gotta get my finger under the little the fold. You know, when they're pulled out, I just pull by the it. time you take the quick look and count the three and pull, it's the same amount of time as you taking one, two, three. Nah, because I gotta get my finger under it. Listen, Blaine. In a situation where my nose needs blown now, otherwise there's a catastrophe about, I need to be able to get those tissues quick. What else is getting blown? 
<laughs> Nothing if my if I blow snot all over the place like some sort of nasty weirdo. Nah, I don't even know how to say the other type because you're just gonna be like, huh? <laughs> the other type is my preferred because, like I said, it takes no more or less time. You just grab however many you need. You can still grab the one super easy. Maybe you just have more dexterity than me. Yeah, my dexterous fingers. Like I'm telling you, sometimes it like statics together, so it's a little bit hard to pull it up. Like not too hard, but it's harder to get uh, a hold on it. And you know what happens to me sometimes with the like single pull ones? I'll pull it, and then nothing else no, comes don't up. Even talk about that. Nothing oh, no. else comes up, oh, Alex. That, listen, Blaine. I'll give you that's the saddest thing to ever happen. And it's not that the box is empty. It just like likes to hide down there sometimes the mechanism doesn't work and that is horrible that's that's so fucking sad but you know what doesn't I'll, happen i'll take it every once in a while broken system for the convenience than this more efficient shitty system i can fix the broken system <laughs> it it doesn't get fixed it always happens at least once per tissue box sure but like you just reach in pull in the next one you know, and then convenience back. It's one time. It's one time every once in a while you have to do the same thing you have to do every time for the other box. Or you don't even have to worry about the the catastrophe that just happened when you have all your tissues just in the pile right there like that that you just grab. And, like, you're digging around with your fingers in that little plastic slit. You don't even need to dig around in there with the other kind of tissue box. You just grab. Sorry, Blaine, I... I don't see any difference between digging around in a slit and digging around in a hole. You know, maybe it's an open hole, maybe this one's a slit, say, yeah. I mean, it's the ease. What is easier to dig around in, a hole or a slit? I mean, the slit's not too bad, it's a very loose slit. It's not, though. I'm digging, okay, let me dig my finger around in there. Yeah, no, it's just weirder. I mean, the the plastic, I, I don't mind plastic touching my hand. <laughs> I mean, it's... I don't care either, but it's just easier to just grab in the hole. We're making too many hole and slit speak to not touch on it. I was just going to ignore it and hope it didn't come off <laughs> like that too much. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the only one thinking it, right? I mean, evidently we not. Saying, we keep saying digging around in holes, digging around in the slit. Well... How are you doing, Blaine? <laughs> uh, digging around in this slit in this tissue. <laughs> Shit, I don't have any tissues around here. Fuck. Can't be even digging around in any holes. Yeah, sometimes my nose gets going. Yeah, and, I mean, I have the single slit tissue box right here. I mean, it's fine. I don't like it. I mean, I do like it. They're <sighs> tissues. They're fine, but... Another betrayal, just like... Just like with the stove argument. <laughs> I mean, I'll use what I have available to me. I'm not going to be all like, oh, I'm not going to ever use <laughs> this stove or this tissue box. Can you imagine being like that? Especially with something <laughs> like a stove. Like, why are you starting a fire outside? Why don't you use the stove? It's electric. It's a gas stove. <laughs> and they're outside lighting the uh, propane grill. <laughs> No, I was thinking, like, actually, like, building a fire with sticks. <laughs> That's actually also fantastic. <laughs> like, you're taking 30 minutes to try to start a fire? It's raining outside. What are you doing? You can't start a fire with all that wet wood. Like, shut up. I, la I don't like my stove. <laughs> it's a bad stove. You could just start the fire in the stove. Problem solved. Start the fire in your house. Yeah. I mean, that's what a stove is anyway. A good one, at least. Not an electric one. I like that this is supposed to be about, uh, uh, what, what, T tissue boxes? <laughs> but now we're just, we're just going back to stoves. Stoves are cool. They make things hot, and that's exciting. It was a good invention, Alexander Stove. Right? Like, I like not getting salmonella. And the stove really helped with that. If, if the inventor of the stove is not named Alexander Stove, then I'm gonna be upset. Alexander Stoberman. Oh, Benjamin Franklin invented the Pennsylvania fireplace. What the fuck? Which incorporated the basic principles of the heating stove. Good job, Benjamin Franklin. 
I didn't fucking know Benjamin Franklin invented the stove. How come they never taught me that? I thought he just invented the light bulb. James Sharp patented the gas stove in Northampton, England. But, I mean, the Pennsylvania fireplace, which incorporated the basic principles of the heating stove, it's basically Benjamin Franklin's invention. Good on ya. Earlier, I said a joke where I said Benjamin Franklin invented the light bulb, but actually it would have been funnier if I said he invented electricity. So pretend <laughs> I said that. He was the kite guy, right? Yeah. Good, good. The key to your mom's house. Oh! <laughs> that was very rude. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex, would you rather? Would, would I? Rather bite... You would? Okay. Would you rather bite your tongue every time you eat or stub your toe every time you walk? Fuck. Oh, no. I think... I think I have to go stub my toe. That, I mean, it would fucking suck. Especially because I walk more than I eat. But, biting your tongue really is no good. It's no fun. I would rather bite my tongue, I think. No way. I think, I mean, it's not always like a catastrophic bite. Alright, at 5,000 followers, we're going to spend a day doing both of these things. We're No, absolutely <laughs> not. Shut up, Alex. I don't want to bite my tongue. <laughs> Good thing these are hypothetical and not real. Yeah, like, you walk so much more than you eat. I know it. And I imagine, how I'm imagining this is one contiguous walk will have one stub. But yes. if you, like, sit down or take a little rest, as soon as you get back up, that's a new walk. Yeah, I feel like standing. Like, even if, if you lean against something, that doesn't count. You're still good. But yeah, anytime you sit, any other, like, rest. Yeah. So that's a lot of fucking stubbing, and I do hate that. But I hate biting my tongue so fucking much. Oh, man. And, like, I'd still have to do it four or five times a day. I think I could get used to stubbing way quicker. See, it's uh, it also depends on what kind of stubbing... It is because like I and biting, I guess, like, is it the corner of your mouth, like the corner, like, you know, your back teeth munching down on like the side of your tongue in a real bad type of way? Or is it like your front teeth just just like tip your tongue? Or is it like the kind of stub your toe where you hit your pinky toe on the side of the coffee table? Or is it like your big toe just like kicking down a door? I think it's random. Every time, <laughs> every single time, it's random and different. You will bite your tongue. Maybe it won't be too bad. Maybe it's going to almost sever your tongue. I, I think it has a limit of it will not sever your tongue, but it could get close. I don't think it would be that bad, but I feel like it could get bad. But then stubbing your toe, it could be a little bump, or it could be like you went fucking barefoot uh, kicked a steel door as hard as you fucking could. Uh, that make uh, <laughs> like it, it could be anywhere in the realm every single time. Oh, oh! If that that's just... the rule, I gotta go bite my tongue because then law of large numbers. I'm gonna get the bad ones less often. That just re like what you said pretty much reminds me of the one like cartoon. It's not like an animated cartoon, like a drawing. Uh, someone puts a. I'm sorry for everyone at home listening, but someone puts a toothpick in their, like, underneath their toenail and just kicks a wall. Ah! <laughs> I know! Doesn't it suck? Yes, so there's a random chance that that's what stubbing your toe is like. Every time you stub your toe. But there's a random chance that you are, like, marching down on, on your tongue in a violent and painful way every time you bite your tongue. Uh, like, imagine being so careful, like eating or walking but you still end up biting your toe or biting your toe <laughs> <laughs> biting your toe i wanted to combine the two sentences <laughs> that is fantastic that's the new did you uh, did you notice my like stutter at first i was like biting uh, biting your toe i did yeah that's that's why i was like oh I, i'm gonna just combine them <laughs> but yeah like you're taking the slowest bites possible you're chewing as slow as possible. You're like a cow eating cud. Just like 
going from side to side in your jaw, but you still end up biting your tongue. Like fucking Final Destination style. Wow, we talk about that movie a lot <laughs> for a movie that I saw once. That's only like the second time, right? I mean, second, yeah, but I saw, it's kind of like that joke, like, oh, if I had a quarter for every time it, this, had ha- this had happened, I'd have two quarters, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. Like, I saw that movie once, years ago. It was the fourth one. Oh, why would you choose that one? It was on television. <laughs> and I watched yeah, that's one it. Of the worst, that's one of the worst ones. If you want a good Final Destination movie, number one or number two. Okay. I gotta watch those movies at some point. By the way, uh, in Final Destination 1, there there's two FBI agents. You want to guess their names? Simon Pegg and Nick Frost? No, no. Damn. Uh, we talk about both of these things. A lot. I was really hoping it would be in the Hot Fuzz verse. Is it Shrek? Is it? No, it's, it's, uh... Oh my god, why can't I... Mike Myers? No, no, it's not that... It's not the guy, but the guy's... Uh, the character's name is Agent Shrek. Fan-fucking-tastic. And the other guy's name is Agent Ween. <laughs> <laughs> Agent Ween and Agent Shrek <laughs> are both in that movie. We should try and get Mike Myers as a guest. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, baby! See, I can't do it. We're gonna play the love guru to to Mike Myers, and he's gonna hate it. Probably, yeah. I've never seen that movie. I don't intend to. It's trash. It's the last movie Mike Myers did, I think. I think that basically ended his career. Shrek 5's coming out. Is that actually a thing? Yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure. Shrek 5. Uh, the only thing I get from Shrek 5 is the cast is Eddie Murphy and Cameron Diaz. Nothing about Mike Myers so far. <laughs> He's gotta be in there. Austin Powers, fucking Wayne's World. I love Mike Myers. September 30th, 2022 is when it's said to release, but if they aren't even showing Mike Myers in there, if then it's not, I'm not buying it. Yeah, if it's not Mike Myers, Shrek, we riot. Oh wait, Shrek Forever After came out in... Okay, I guess Mike Myers is still doing stuff. Because The Love Guru came out in 2008. Oh, wow. When was Shrek Forever After? Uh, Shrek Forever After is the one where... Oh, no, uh, he I, I know which one Rumpel it is. Stilt skin. Yeah, but when was it? Oh, 2010. 2010, okay, wow. 12 years. That's insane. Yeah, I remember that one. It was the third best Shrek movie. Uh, I, I think I disagree with that. Well, we'll get into that another time. Oh, Craig Robinson is in it. Do I know who he is? Almost definitely. <laughs> I'm just just leaving this silence in there. I assumed I assumed you were waiting to hear who he was. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you would tell me something about him. <laughs> I've resigned to Oh, I love Craig Robinson. Um, so a topic we talked about, the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also played in another Michael Schur, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He played, uh, Judge, uh, oh my god, Doug Judy. I almost said Judge Judy. He played Doug <laughs> Judy. He showed up once every season. I've never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, it's got Craig Robinson in it. He fucking rules. I love it. Oh, guy. no way. I watched a really shitty buddy comedy he did with, uh, oh my god, Ben Wyatt, Adam Scott. It only lasted a season. They were like ghost hunters <laughs> or something, like monster hunters. For some weird FBI agency. It was a cool concept. It just wasn't executed very well. Ryan Seacrest is in Shrek Forever After. What the hell? <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> um, But yeah, I bite my tongue. Rather than stub my toe. I think with the rules I laid out, I agree with that. But if it's just like kind of the same amount every time, I think I'd go stub my toe. Do you get to choose the amount of, like, if you get to choose the amount of, like, pain, injure, I feel like it's kind of a cop-out. That's not going to be a thing. I was going to say, for both of them, you could choose, like, point oh 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 one. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm going with biting your tongue, because less frequency and the chance of a catastrophe going on is less. 
I think I still got a stick stub my toe. I mean, I like my toes. I like my toes, too. Sometimes I like to suck on them. Nope. <laughs> I get too into the bit sometimes, and then I immediately realize what I just said right afterwards. <laughs> but I also like my tongue, too. Hmm. Sometimes I like to suck on it. <laughs> my tongue? <laughs> uh, sh- let's go chill out after that. Let's go chill out <laughs> in this tent, and you can uh, do something with my tongue. I thought you were about to say, think about what you've said. <laughs> we can do that, too. <laughs> now you think about what you just said, mister. Okay. Daddy. <laughs> well, now I guess I can't ask why you don't call me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to the tent. Alex, Alex, get off of me! Uh, uh, what? Oh, we're back? Hello? Ugh, my tongue. Thoroughly sucked. <laughs> oh, that was worse than I was expecting it to be. Thoroughly <laughs> sucked. Uh, hi everyone, this is the tent. It is. Do you know what else I put in my mouth one time, Blaine? Oh, God. <laughs> bacon. Oh, who hasn't? That reminds me of, uh... Bacon Fest 2016. Oh, yes. That was a good time. It might have been 2015. I don't remember. It it was sometime in the college semester. So it was either 2015 fall or 2016 spring. I would say it's 16. I don't remember, though. Either way, it was Bacon Fest. I was there. That shit was awesome. We, We went to Bacon Fest, and there was, I mean, a lot of bacon, honestly. The, the fest itself isn't interesting as a story. It's fun to go to. Although the hand-washing stations were gross because they just recycled the same water. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, that was weird. But uh, while we were there, Blaine and I were approached by a lady with a clipboard. <laughs> That's always a interesting experience. And <laughs> You got a clipboard. So this woman was like, Oh, so we're just going around seeing who wants to participate in the baking eating contest. And I feel like, I don't remember for sure, but I feel like Blaine and I must have given each other a look. <laughs> we did. I, I like, yeah, the lady just comes up like, you two look like dirtbags. How would you like to eat a shit ton of bacon? <laughs> we did joke about that, yeah. <laughs> and clearly we said yes. I mean, don't get me wrong, she called. Obviously we're going to say yes. She was right to approach us. Absolutely. So, I I forget how that contest worked. Oh my god, all this talk about Joey Chestnut, and we haven't talked about this. Oh my god, yeah! How have we not brought this up sooner? But yeah, anyway, uh, basically, there was like four different heats. Uh, you know, a bunch of other people, like, doing the contest. And then, it gets to our turn. We have to sign out a waiver. We have to have, like, someone be our, like, guardian or whatever in case something would have happened to us. I don't know what, if we have cardiac arrest on the stage or, <laughs> or something like that. Or to death. Uh, that was what the waiver was for, was, I think, choking to death. And then, yeah, an emergency contact. I forgot about that. And I think the prize was some bacon-flavored coffee syrup. Was it? I don't remember that. I don't remember a prize at all, I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, it was like bacon-flavored uh, coffee flavor syrup. That sounds awful. It did, yes. So the stakes weren't high, but it was fun. Yeah, they took us to this other room where we, you know, signed all our stuff. Signed yeah. our life away to the pork. And so then, yeah, they lead us on the stage. We sit there in front of all of those people. Some of them I recognized, this was the first year of college, some of them I recognized from high school. (laughs) You got to show them uh, your skill. Our first live show is obviously going to be us just slamming down some bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what my biggest observation about that bacon was, Blaine? It was too crispy. It was so dry and crispy. Ugh. Yeah. It was like, we're not professional eaters hard to eat because it was so crunchy and like dusty almost yeah pretty much it was overcooked to shit like like i said i'm I'm not a professional eater i don't know i don't like dunking my foods in water to have them slide down my gullet easier so yeah time starts and i'm just trying to eat like a handful but yeah it's so dry it's just dust 
in your mouth and you can't eat it quickly. I don't know how some of those other people did it. It crunches so hard, too. It was so very brittle. It was hard to crunch through. Like, I was trying to think, like, what's the best strategy? Was it to, like, crush it all up and then just slide the dust (laughs) in? Or just swallow it whole and deal with the consequences later. Yeah, get your stomach pumped later. It didn't work out for either of us. No, neither of us won. won. But I think we came out... The real bacon-flavored coffee syrup was the friends we made along the way. way. (laughs) (laughs) You set set it up and I knocked it down. (laughs) I knew exactly where you were going with that. But yeah, I remember... I remember specifically walking, like, going down from the stage with that plate of bacon that I was supposed to be downing. Just walking back to the table was like, this is a mistake. I tried chocolate-covered bacon. It wasn't nearly as awful as I thought it would be while we were there. I had chocolate-covered bacon, like, afterwards. Not too recently, but relatively recently, like a few months ago. And it's not as good as I remembered it being. Maybe my taste buds have changed, but it just didn't work for me anymore like it used to. But, like, the salty and sweet combination, it it does work, but not for me anymore. There was the bacon ice cream at the place. Oh, yeah? All those bacon desserts. There was. There was, like, a whole selection of bacon ice creams, wasn't there? Bacon ice creams, cupcakes. Yeah, it's some good stuff, man. Oh, my God, there was Mountain Dew car on the way. What? Dude, Mount, do you not remember Mountain Dew car? I don't remember. Oh, wait, that was the car that had all the Mountain Dew we in it, didn't it? We walked past a car that okay. was literally filled to the brim. All that was accessible in this car was the driver's seat. Was the driver's seat. <laughs> because it was Mountain Dew bottles. This car was as full as you could get with Mountain Dew bottles while still being technically drivable. See, when you said Mountain Dew car, I thought you meant, like... A car that was, like, either shaped like Mountain Dew or it had, like, Mountain Dew logos in, like, a big bottle, like, strapped to the top or something like that. I no. forgot there. I forgot if it was the person with, like, acid piss. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, how do you drink that much Mountain Dew? Have you had Mountain Dew recently? Only hard Mountain Dew. Not the hard stuff that you drank the other day, but the last time I had it, it was like, yeah, also a few months ago. It sucks, dude. I mean, I still like it. It's all right. I can't drink it anymore. Just like, so- sodies in general are just not great anymore been, for me. I've been really ki- uh, holding back on the soda lately. The only time at this point I really ever drink sodies is when there's alcohol mixed in. Oh, see, sometimes soda is important for alcohol, but honestly, I prefer, like, orange juices. Get my vitamin C in there. Oh, so you like a screwdriver? I like a screwdriver. I like, I just like fruity drinks. Oh, yeah, I'm a slut for tropical and fruity drinks. Oh, hell yeah. I, I think I made that exact joke in, an, in another episode. Well, but it's you still, know. It's still real. You do one every week. You're, you're bound to repeat some jokes, say the same things. They're funny the first time. Why wouldn't they be funny the second? You can only do it three times, because good jokes come in threes. Yep. I learned that in show business. Hell yeah, baby. (laughs) Alright, I think we should should get on out of this tent. Um, Can we do the rest of the episode in the tent? Oh, I suppose so. We haven't done that yet. But I'll yell at you in the tent. Oh. About rats. Rats? (laughs) What about rats? They're in movies sometimes with other rodents, and there are some good rat movies. <laughs> I wanted to talk about rodents. <laughs> when I brought this topic up, I was like, "What's your favorite rodent?" Or like, "What's the best rodent movie?" And I was like, "I hope he gets. I hope he knows what that means." I did because <laughs> like, like, I just I just worded it in just such a weird way. <laughs> but you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say oh, rodent immediately. Movie. Like, immediately I was like, okay, so you got Ratatouille, you got Flushed Away, you got Stuart Little, you got American Tale, you got others. But yeah, what's your, what's the best? Stuart Little, dude. I used to fucking love that movie. I watched it all the time as a kid. See, my initial thought 
with rodent movie is either like Alvin and the Chipmunks, Ratatouille, and uh, G Force. G Force. Oh my god, I fucking forgot about that one. I I forgot about the movie too until I talked about rodent movie. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I'd also forgotten about Flushed Away, but I don't remember that one being very good. Flushed Away was so weird because, like, I think I. I owned that movie. And, like, I remember nothing about it, except it was, like, a claymation. Was it a claymation? I don't even remember that. I think it was just animated weird. Um, oh my god. I looked up, (laughs) I looked up the, I just looked up Flushed Away, and, uh, the, like, synopsis or whatever. After an ignoble landing in Ratropolis, (laughs) the- City's name is Ratropolis. <laughs> Fan fucking test. A pampered rodent. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Sorry, plays... I pulled it up too. <laughs> Hugh Jackman plays the pampered rodent, and Kate Winslet's in it. Nice. Um, Andy Serkis is in it. That's sick. Ian McKellen is in it. Oh, sick. god damn, star studded. Yeah, it fucking is. But I mean, a seventy. 70- 73% of Rotten Tomatoes is better than I was expecting. Yeah, maybe I'll be honest. it was good for the time and just everyone forgot about it. Huh, over the Hedge. Oh, Over the Hedge. I loved that one. I don't remember it much. It had a raccoon and a squirrel. And the squirrel was very excitable. And it had a PlayStation 2 game that was very fun to an 8-year-old Alex. <laughs> Avril Lavigne is in Over the Hedge? Oh my god. My favorite Canadian-born rocker. <laughs> but yeah, Flushed Away was just fucking weird. Yeah, I don't really remember it all. My favorite is Stuart Little. Did you say yours? Uh, I kind of narrowed it down. Like, I can't really decide between the three. If I had to pick, it would be Ratatouille, because that is, like, objectively the best rodent movie out of, like, the three that I named. But the other two are just fun and weird. Like... I'm a I like cooking stuff. And just like the whole ratatouille being about like cooking is just super cool to me. That is a lot of fun, but Stuart Little's an awesome little rat. He talks and I mean so does the ratatouille, right? No, he doesn't, does he? He can talk to other rats, but Stuart Little talks. Yeah, he he can't talk to other people, but yeah, he can talk to other rats. Yeah, when Stuart Little talks, he forms a loving brotherly relationship with his brother. Uh, He drives a little fucking car. What a fantastic movie. Alex, I gotta say, I fucking hate Stuart Little. What do you mean? He's great. He's fucking, I fucking hate Stuart Little. I I know what you're thinking. This is some kind of funny joke, right? No. Stuart Little's a piece of shit, goddammit. A goddamn rat gets picked over actual children at an orphanage, and he's supposed to be the hero? I cannot even tell you how many damn times I've seen a great parking space, only to turn the corner and realize Stuart fucking Little has already parked there in his stupid little convertible. He took my wife, and the kids, and my house, and my job. I swear to fucking God, I'm going to kill myself and take that goddamn rodent to hell with me. Stuart Little has ruined my family. Last summer, I approached the miserable mouse in the street and asked him for his autograph because my son is a huge fan. The fucking rat gave me the autograph and told me to burn in hell. Later, when I gave my son the autograph, he started crying and said he hated me. Turns out, the motherfucker didn't write his autograph. No. He wrote, you're a piece of shit and I fucked your mom. I'm now divorced and planning a huge class action lawsuit against that white devil that ruined my life. Your time is almost over, Stuart. Sounds like Stuart Little did what he had to. I don't know. That doesn't sound like, uh, I mean, whatever. I fucking hate Stuart Little. (laughs) Listen, you're the one who gave the autograph to your kid without even reading it first, you dumbass. That's on you. (laughs) Fuck Stuart Little. You I'm gonna he was a little rat bastard. I'm gonna squeeze him in my hand. No, don't. He'll probably get out anyway. He'll, he'll drive his car out of your hand. Have you seen the other Stuart Little movies? 
I don't believe so, no. I imagine they're terrible. Um, the second one, Stuart makes a bird friend. Oh, that's pretty sick. Um, and there's also a falcon that's the main antagonist. You know who I love in the, uh, Stuart Little movies? Who's that? Snowbell. Oh my god, Snowbell's a cat, isn't he? I remember that. Yeah. You just like him because he tries to eat that mouse. I mean, he's also just a cute kitty. He is a cute kitty. I like kitties that aren't sphinxes. And, and Nathan Lane plays Stuart Little. Or, Nathan Lane plays Snowbell. That's so cool. Who is Nathan Lane? I recognize that name. Have you ever seen the great film Mouse Hunt? No, I have not. How have you not seen Mouse Hunt? I watched that show so much. <laughs> What's it about? Oh, wait! Mouse Hunt! That's a rodent-based <laughs> film, too! Um, it's kind of like a slapstick kind of movie. Uh, yeah, they're these two brothers. Uh, they're, they inherit their father's house, or actually his mansion, and they try to rebuild it. And, uh, they, yeah, so they, like, they're restoring the house, but there's one rat, actually one mouse, that just kind of destroys their entire plan. Oh, okay. It is not great on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a 44%. <laughs> but as long as you love it. I I remember it very fondly. And it's a cute little mouse. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Yeah, he plays Snowbell. But yes. I do, like, Stuart Little's good. I, I like Gina Davis, uh, Hugh Laurie, uh, Jonathan Lipnicki. They're all great. That's because it's the best rat movie. Uh, it's not, but okay. And, I mean, goddamn, Michael J. Fox plays Stuart Little. That's so cool. You see? Star-studded cast in Stuart Little. Uh, you're forgetting Ratatouille, though. I mean, Ratatouille has... Oh, that's Will Arnett. Will Arnett's in it. That's oh, cool. Oh, really sick, actually. I love Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Patton Oswalt, he's in it. That's oh, cool. Oh, fuck, I do love Patton Oswalt. Damn it. But yeah, it's a rat that's a great chef, and they're in Paris, and, Paris? like... Paris. Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, I try to make an even, like, argument by giving your film praises while also saying that mine is better than yours. Well, you that can't just, even do that. That just it makes just, you a dumbass. You're arguing for the wrong film. It Listen, proves Blaine, I'm a better... It proves I'm a better person. <laughs> I'm in it to win this bitch. <laughs> I'm in it to have a good time with my friend, but okay. <laughs> But yeah, the food scenes in Ratatouille are so cool. Like, do you not remember when they break into the basement? I actually don't. It has been a while. It's like the opening scene. They all live in the attic of okay, this old yeah, yeah, yeah. lady's house. And then Remy's like, I'm going to go get the spices downstairs. And everyone's like, oh, you can't do that. There's a p -p 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 person. And a dude eating like, a diaper. What? There's a dude eating a diaper. Somewhere in there. Well, a rat eating a diaper. Oh. <laughs> not like a, a not like a dude. <laughs> it's just like some homeless person out back, like, go away. It's nutritious. Yeah, no, it was a rat eating a diaper. Because Remy was, like, <laughs> dreaming of, like, not eating trash, literally. And the diaper eating rat was like, hey, we're always gonna eat trash. I ate some <laughs> of this diaper. And then Remy was like, no, I won't eat the diaper. And then he ran away and became a professional chef. Little chef. It's just a, a better movie all around. Like, a better plot line than Stuart Little. Because the whole plot of Stuart Little is Rat gets adopted. Rat goes missing. Rat comes back. That's, that's it. That's the movie. There's also a boat scene in there for some reason. But that's it. The boat scene's the best one. What are you talking about? I don't know. I always was fond of the first time that Stuart Little goes downstairs and he's in that, like, 
like repl- like miniature set with oh. like the train and oh, like okay. the Wild West thing. Wait, but is there? There's a scene where he's in a toy plane too, isn't there? Because that's the best. And he's got a little aviator helmet on. That's the second one. Okay, maybe I did see the second one. Yeah, he's got the car in the first one, but yeah, he's got the plane in the second one. Fuck yeah, hell of an upgrade. He's a smart rat. He's not smart. Your ass isn't smart. <laughs> Ooh. Got There's it. also a third Stuart Little movie, but this one is weird and animated. Oh, fuck that. Like, all animated. No, thank you. Do see, you remember that uh, one Osmosis uh, Jones movie? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. But look at this little rat. That doesn't look good. Oh my god, that's awful. That's very bad. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, they got it too right to the CGI version or whatever the fuck they used for that movie. Yeah, it was CG. For uh, like a 2D animation. I don't like it. Yeah, I told you, it's weird and bad. But that's Stuart Little 3. We're talking about Stuart Little's 1 and 2. There's a Stuart Little video... Hold on. There's a video game for Stuart Little. Oh, I bet it fucking rules. <laughs> the, like, m- the cover is Stuart Little on a skateboard. It sounds like it fucking rules to me. It doesn't look great, I'll be honest. It kind of looks shitty. What's it for? Uh, PS. Oh, then I bet it rules. I was going to say, if it was like a Game Boy SP game, then like I could see it. Not PS2, PlayStation. Oh, okay. Well, then, maybe a little. Oh, yeah, it came out in 2002. Stuart Little 2, the video game, came out in 2002. Stuart Little 2, the video game, huh? Yeah. God, video games used to be crazy. Oh, damn, I didn't even realize Stuart Little, the original, was in 99. Oh, damn. That makes I sense. thought th- I th- I thought it was like 2002 or something like that, but I mean damn I it, knew it was I was young, and I loved that movie. Wait, M Night Shyamalan did the screenplay for Stuart Little? No fucking way! What was the I twist mean, at the end? Was the rat a real boy the whole time? <laughs> the rat was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan, you've done it again! God damn it, you did it again! Oh wait. St- the Zahn was in Stuart Little. The Zahn? Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. I don't know who that is. Oh, do you not know who that is? He was in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. He played the dad. I saw that movie once. He was in Daddy Daycare. I don't think I ever saw that movie, but I remember hearing about it. He was in Stuart Little. <laughs> I love that movie, but I was like three. He was in Dr. Doolittle 2. <laughs> I didn't even watch the first one. He was in That Thing You Do. That rhymes with the last one, so that's fun, but I got nothing. He was in Sahara. Oh, that was a good movie. Who was he in that? Uh, Al Gior- Giordino? I don't know who that is. I don't remember that any names in the movie. I don't know why I asked. <laughs> I was like, you... You know that movie? I mean, I know that movie, but not well. Um, Steve Zahn is cool. He's a cool, he's a cool. He's a cool, huh? That's good to know. And he's in Stuart Little, which makes it a great movie. He plays Monty, the friend of Snowbell, the other cat. Hell yeah. See, he plays a cat, that's pretty cool, in a cool movie about a cool rat who drives planes and cars and boats and shit. But if we're talking about like ratness come on ratatouille has so much more rodent action than Stuart little hardcore rodent action ratatouille coming to theaters this fall these rat rats patootie. are rat patootie rat <laughs> patootie that was a line in ratatouille <laughs> these i rats can't claim the joke are going hard and cooking fast I know this wasn't any of our picks, but can we talk about G-Force for a second? <laughs> you can talk about G-Force. I remember nothing ex- but except the fact that they had, like, different colored hamster balls. Do you know, do you even realize the cast that's in that movie? No. No clue at all. Nicholas Cage is in G-Force. I mean, that checks out. He's in anything Steve, that they Steve ask Steve Buscemi. 
Steve okay. Buscemi is in G-Force. Zach Galifianakis is in G-Force. Okay. Gotta love me some Buscemi. <laughs> um, who's the other person? Tracy Morgan is in there. Will Arnett's in there. D. Bradley Baker is in there. Holy shit, rodent movies get great casts. Everyone's scrambling <laughs> to be in a rodent movie. I would be in a rodent movie. Oh, I would too, but I want to be in Rock Clobster first. Oh, yes. But after that, we can write a rodent movie. After Edgar Wright sees what we can do. Like, G-Force is just basically just super-powered guinea pigs that are super spies. <laughs> like, imagine the world is in, like, about, like, it's about to blow up, and you find out it gets saved by a guinea pig. Like, that's just so weird. <laughs> Blaine, it's 2022. That would not surprise me anymore. It's 2009 that this came out. It yeah, I know. I'm, I, I'm just saying, the right now is 2022. If you were like, oh, the world was about to end, but then some guinea pigs saved us, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Another, just continuing the 2020 decade trend. Oh, man, 22% of Rotten Tomatoes. That feels harsh. I remember liking it as a kid. Exactly. I remember liking it too. I thought it was I thought it was weird at the time, but I still enjoyed it. I mean, it's got Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Never has a bad movie been made by Nicolas Cage. <laughs> it's got Steve Buscemi who plays a uh hamster, but also a ferret. Do you remember that part from the movie? <laughs> no, I don't remember anything. Uh Nicolas Cage's character or Steve Buscemi's character who plays a hamster, just keeps screaming throughout the movie that he's not a ferret! I see, so he hates ferrets. It all makes sense now. It's because uh, everyone thinks he's a ferret. Or no one thinks he's a ferret. He just thinks everyone thinks he's a ferret. Ah. Because, like, I don't remember, his mom, like, smooched a ferret before or something. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. It's not a great movie, but it's a ton of fun. Well... Unless you got anything else, I think it's about time to wrap her up. Yeah, I don't. All right, well, it was great having everybody. We're, I mean, as always, so excited to do this every week. We look forward to it every week. It's a lot of fun to do, and I'm glad you're enjoying it. If you want to interact a little bit more, you can follow us at Paltry Squabbles on Twitter. And you can send us an email, paltrysquabbles at gmail.com. It would be great. You could send us topic suggestions. We would love to get some topic suggestions for some people. And, you know, we pick your suggestion. You get to say, hey, look, I'm in that episode. You know, I wrote that. That's so fun. Hey, it's me. That could be you. <laughs> exactly. But I think uh, that's all I got. You got anything else here at the end, Blaine? I love you. You'll always have us. 